This episode of the Good and the Bad and the Geeky podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Audible.com, over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Welcome out to Good, the Bad, and the Geeky, episode 150. Woohoo! We're, we're here. We finally arrived, episode 150. It took us so very long, but we're moving right along. I'm Nick Nitro. Oh, oh, I see, see what, what I did, did there. there. Yeah. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts. John Bettine. And Mr. Nate. Wait, what's... Nate. There we go. Nathan's had a very tough day. Very, very tiring day. Mm-hmm. We're very thankful he is here. We sort of missed you last week, Nate. What was last week? Or last two weeks episode. Ago. I'm sorry, two episodes ago. Or no, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago last <laughs> we missed you two episodes ago too, when you were physically here. Has it been a month? <laughs> <laughs> episode one fifty has started off oh, really well. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but uh welcome out to episode one fifty and uh we've been doing this I think since God. Well, Nathan, we it, it, it's really convoluted, but it started off. We won't. We'll save the full history for episode two hundred. Mm-hmm. There you go. But uh, it started with me and Nathan doing the No Name Show, and then it became Jimmy and I, and then it became uh, Jimmy, Nathan, or no, Jimmy, John, and me. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it was John and me, and then it's John, Nathan, and I'm. Why am I confused? Did I say Jimmy again? I don't know. Jimmy's in there somewhere, and he's he's in here too. Mm-hmm. We're all here. Nick's the most consistent person. <laughs> Being that I run the show, I would I would hope so. If not, that would be very awkward. No, you guys. Well, we've done a few episodes where I've not been in. It's been okay, mm-hmm. I think. The No Nick Show one and two, and coming next year, No Nick Harder. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad, you know, die hard, harder, never mind. So yeah, episode 150, we're going off strong here, people. <laughs> live free or die, Nick. Live free or, if, live free or die, Nick, yes. Yeah, literally, that, that's good. Yeah. Live free, comma, or die, Nick. Everybody hearken. Hearken. <laughs> hearken to my words. Oh, God. Well, we have we have a new bit on starting on... <laughs> Oh, we have a new bit starting on the show tonight. We'll, we'll play here in a bit. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Surprise! It's a surprise. That's bullshit. It, okay, so it's bullshit. But uh, coming up in Thanksgiving is I'm excited about. It. And obviously, if you haven't heard from our opening, well, we're excited. Well, John and I are excited about it. Nathan probably has no idea it's happening. Mm-hmm. Is it because I don't listen? It's a little bit of that. But the the new Muppet Show oh, movie is coming out in, with Jason Segel, Amy Adams, Zach Galifianakis, all-star cast. 
and it's supposed to be really good. Are any of them the original voices of the Muppets? Well, some of them can't because they're dead. Like Jim Henson, he's dead. Yeah. He, he can't be Kermit. But the guy who's been doing Kermit for the last, like, ten years since he's died... No, it's been longer than that. Almost 20 years. He's the one still doing Kermit. I think... I, which I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but, I mean... He's been with Henson since the beginning. Towards mm-hmm. the beginning, like, the normal Muppet. So he's not, like, some random guy that got off the street like the new Aflac guy or whatever. Yeah. But, uh... They release, and I think it's an album for the movie that they've not, or it's a tie-in album, kind of like they did with Nightmare Before Christmas. They had everyone go back and redo the soundtrack with like heavy metal goth artists like yeah. Marilyn Manson. But they did this with The Muppet Show, and uh, Weiss posted the link to OK Go, which is just, I mean, it's I like, I like the song with the video, but mm-hmm. if you listen to the song, it just sounds bizarrely weird. Um... But you know, I'll cue that up here in a second. Yeah, I found it here. Okay. I'll put it on shuffle. And we'll play in the background. But um, there we go. As you can tell, that starts off really freaking weird. And you're like, oh, there's the theme. And you're like, oh, that's exciting. What's what's going on? And then... What video game is this? It's not a video game. It's not a video game. It's, it's, a, it's a soundtrack they, they did for... It was like a famous band doing the Muppet Show songs. So this is OK Go. And this is them doing the theme to the Muppet Show. It's time to get the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. I guess the backbeat, the thing that I've seen with the Muppets, it is pretty cool now. But like when I first heard it, I was like, I wasn't impressed. But they also have Jack's Mannequin. They have uh, Sandra Leschi. Oh, I can't pronounce his name. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. And then they have Matt Nathanson, which I think I have a few songs by him naturally anyway. Yeah. And then uh, Alkaline Trio, Weezer. The Frey, Weezer. With Frey, yeah, the Frey is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, so they have a lot of, of songs they redo. And some of them are straight. Others are like this where it's really bizarrely weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I, I listened to that. NPR had it where you could preview the whole thing and... I thought it was mostly okay, but they mm-hmm. had a lot of songs I never heard before, so I thought it was weird. Like, they had Rainbow Connection, Moving Right Along, which we played by Alkine Tree right. in the opening, and a few other things. But Menomina. Yeah, Menomina. That's a classic. Which Cake also covered that, too. An awesome mm-hmm. version of Cake. Yes. By Cake, I should say. But, uh... Are you listening to the song? Yeah. Okay. Well, Nathan has not heard the song, by the way. Just throw that out there so but the song and the song's okay but if you watch it with the Muppets in the video matter of fact this part of the song is mm-hmm. the best part of the song in the video the Muppets are puppeteering the band and it's just so bizarre <laughs> yeah but but yeah apparently as the time we record this tonight they're gonna be on the Jay Leno show which that's the only time I'm probably ever gonna tape that show for any reason right but uh yeah I just thought that was really I don't know. It got me excited for the Muppets. It's the other thing, the Muppets have been slowly built. Have you, have you seen their videos lately? Yeah. yeah the well, YouTube like, stuff. Is Ode to Joy. Yeah. And then they had uh, what's the other one with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? And uh, Nathan, what's the one song? Um, it's uh, oh, Carmen. Yeah. Carmen. They do Carmen with uh, with Beaker, and they do the dum bum bum bum. That's the the, the chef, Swedish chef. So he's like pork. Yeah, and then yeah. Oh, sorry, it's Habanera from Carmen. Yeah, yeah. And then Beaker's a me 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 me, and then animals. 
and he walks off one stage, and then he walks on the same stage he entered from before, and Beaker's yeah. like, how the hell do you do it? Yeah, it was, it's funny. But, uh, yeah, so he's getting me excited about the Muppet movie coming out this Thanksgiving. I thought that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, see, the soundtrack's really good that we have. Because we have, like, we're playing mm-hmm. the be- what we think are the best of the album. Right. And it's called The Green Album. You can get it on iTunes or Amazon. Um, it's You can tell because it has the name of the bands and the shape of Kermit's face mm-hmm. and his little, like, I guess, Which little I think bag. it's kind of interesting that's called The Green Album, and Weezer is doing a song on here because Weezer also had The Green Album. Right, which isn't the song Keep Fishing from there? No, that's from Maladroit. I'm sorry. That's Maladroit. Maladroit. Uh, but Island Muppets the, are in that song. Yeah. Yeah. We, Island is in the song that's Green Album. Photoshop. Or not Photoshop. Um, Photograph. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's I, a good I want to say, is Dope Nose on there? Dope Nose or Buddy Buddy Holly's on Maladroit. Or no, no that's Buddy Holly's on the Blue Album, yeah. yeah. Say It Ain't So. Say Maybe ain't no, so. that might be on the Blue Album also. Shit, yeah. I don't know. It's Island of Sun is definitely in the yeah. Green Album. Um, now, we, we did the song, uh, speaking of music, we did the song about Charlie Sheen a, a few months ago, mm-hmm. which was a, a sort of a hit for us, well, considering us. <laughs> and uh, and did you hear that he's having a roast? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it's freaking crazy. And then and they announced that it's going to be freaking Mike Tyson going to be on the show along as with one like, of the roasts. As one of the roasties. And I'm like, you Jeez. know you're bad. When fucking Mike Tyson yeah. has to roast you. Yeah. The dude has made a, well, minor comeback in terms of Hollywood. Right. And he has no reason to probably deserve it. But, like, I, I d- d- just... And I think it's... Well, the thing is, I mean, Mike Tyson's going to be getting... Roasted, too. Roasted, too. But that's what I'm saying. Like, get some balls to do that. Especially with, especially with Mike Tyson, you know, I'm thinking mm-hmm. that he, yeah, he does it. But he punches somebody on stage. He gets mad. That would be sweet. Like he did in The Hangover. Bam. Oh my god, he cold kicked Allen. Cold cut Allen. <laughs> Dude, are you okay? You survived a punch from Mike Tyson. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and also it's hosted by Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane. Yep. So it should be should be pretty good. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So beyond that, we have a... Which oh, one is Mr. Baseman. Yeah. Which this one's really good. That's the one that you said was like fantastic. And I was like, really? Because I don't remember. I remember the song being on when I listened to it, but I don't remember. See, that's the thing. There were so many, like, I don't remember them not being on the Muppet yeah. Show. So some of them were a little. Unless they're doing some from like Sesame Street or something. I don't, I don't think so. Well, no, that's the thing. You got to remember, a lot of the Muppet Show came out when we weren't. Yeah, when that's we were true. little. And it, some of it was reruns. So they, they probably didn't show some of them in syndication mm-hmm. because some of the show was have you have you watched any of them? Yeah. Over again. If you like season one, the first few episodes are filthy. I, I'm surprised they made it to air on TV. Yeah. I think it's just because like Janice, the one rock chick, she's always talking about like very sexual orgies and stuff. But like in Code, as a matter of fact, in the Muppet t- Muppets Take Manhattan, there's a joke in there at the very end where they all go looking for Kermit because, for those who don't know, he lost his memory. Spoilers. Who cares? It's like 1984. If you haven't seen it, seriously, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they sit there and they, the guy goes, Nathan, is that your phone? It's an email. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but, he's, but he's like, uh, the, the cook calms all the Muppets down and then yeah. when all the Muppets silence she goes and that's when I said I would not do it with any more than two John I got your email <laughs> oh thanks well, there we go yay I won't delete it because it's a memory oh 
<laughs> so, but we have a, a bit on the show tonight. It's a special bit. It's a reoccurring bit now on the show, The Good, mm-hmm. The Bad, and The Geeky. It will be reoccurring. It will be reoccurring. Good man. Thank you. Thank you. Because it hasn't reoccurred yet. That's right. It hasn't reoccurred yet, but it will be soon on other episodes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm like listening to the music as, as I'm trying to talk. I think I might have to turn this off just because I can't. We'll add it in post later. There you go. There you go. And then, uh. I can see what your fancy words. Post. I, I know, right? Post. I, s- silly post. But, yeah. There you go. Thank Thanks, you. John. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's a recurring bit. Matter of fact, we're going to play it for you real quick, and uh, we'll be right back after this new bit starring our old friend, Wendy Webb. Previously on Lost with Wendy Webb. Okay, hi, it's Wendy, and I'm going to tell you that about Lost, or at least where I am right now, I'm Lost. Okay, we just finished the first season, and we're at the part where they open the hatch, and locks in Kate into the hatch because she's much smaller. And then, when something pulled her in, he went to see what was going on. Then Jack came to rescue, of course, because he's amazing. Well, when Jack came in, he saw Locke held at gunpoint by a man he couldn't see. This person we let her find out is Desmond who apparently should have been obvious because he was in a scene earlier with Jack running up the bleachers. But it wasn't apparent to me, and Aaron made fun of me for that. So anyway, there's an underground apartment inside the hatch where Desmond has been living for years, right under the island. He has food and water and electric, and there's this whole thing about the numbers that I don't understand. Probably has numbers that are supposed to be cursed, and they're on the hatch, and they're the numbers that have to be typed into the computer in the underground apartment every 180 minutes. Okay, and Kate stole candy bars from the storage closet filled with candy and food, and that's exactly what I would do, too. But anyway, she was tied up in that place, and she escaped through the vents, and we haven't seen her. Charlie has been a great father figure to Claire's baby, Aaron, but he just stole one of the Marys from the heroin stash that was in the plane that crashed on the island. So I really hope he doesn't become addicted again. Oh, and I forgot all about the raft and the run-in with the others. They're really freaky, especially the manly stuff from Resident Evil, who just in the last episode proved to be one of the others, which really confused me because there was a flashback that happened where we found out she was part of the back of the plane that broke off. So I don't know about that. Oh, and Walt was captured by the others, who... uh, And he's apparently appearing only to Shannon. So she's either crazy or Walt really is appearing... Which I believe because I definitely get the feeling there's something more to Walt than we know right now. I think there's a little bit more to everything about Lost that we don't know right now. So um, that's a little bit of what I've been watching, and I'll update you more later. Thanks. Bye. That was a great clip, don't you think? I know I enjoyed it. I did too. What do you think, Nate? Hello? How was your nap? How was your nap? It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our new bit. It's going to be reoccurring now, as John pointed out, on the show. It's previously on Lost with Wendy Webb. She started watching the show, and she, literally, literally, I like she the was, music. I, I liked it too. And she was literally as excited to tell me about it, like, and she didn't even know I watched. She, it's like she almost forgot I watched. It. She's like, "Oh my god, 
I have to tell you about the most awesome show in the world. I was like, what, Wendy? What is it? What are you watching? And he's like, what, what, what fuck what? And she's like, like a new show. I'm sticking a new show. She's like, oh my God, me and Aaron are watching Lost and there's crazy stuff on that <laughs> island. And I'm like, she's like, did you know there's polar bears? And I was like, yes, Wendy. Yes. Me and John have seen the entire series. And she's like, well, it's so awesome. And so I was like, you know what? You got to do that for our show. And, you know, for those who, who are like Wendy, you know, or you want to tell us about your adventures new with Lost, leave us a voicemail, 614-364-4088 or goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or Twitter Wendy at, this is a weird Twitter name, 8, I, lowercase i, 8, Wendy, 8, I, 8. It looks like a butterfly. It looks like, looks like a butterfly on the beginning and the end. Yeah. And tweet her and let her know your thoughts on, on Lost. And she will tell you yours, hopefully, if she knows how to work Twitter. She probably doesn't. That's okay. <laughs> but, so there we go. And, uh... I want you to tweet me. Every hour on the ever. Hour. There <laughs> you go. I don't know what Twitter is and have no plans on learning. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to explain myself. Good. Good job, Nate. Glad. We're, we're very... We're happy that you don't have to do that. And stuff. You're so out of it, aren't you? I'm right here. Let's 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 discuss. Can we get to the topic I read so I can sleep? What was which one did you read again? Matthew Fox and punching a woman in the chest. Yeah, which now I swear to God it happened in Cleveland, Ohio. It wasn't in Cleveland, Ohio. It was Cleveland, Maryland. But I didn't know they had a Cleveland, Maryland. Oh, they do. I guess there is. I don't know. I guess there there is. I mean, I don't. World War Z is out. Both film, but yeah, but that, that, they're filming that in Cleveland right now, along with the Avengers. Maybe not in Ohio. Well, there you go. But yeah, for those who don't know, speaking of Lost, Matthew Fox apparently took pictures with fans. That's the thing. On Twitter, people mm-hmm. took pictures with him at a hotel he was coming out of. He wasn't drunk. He mm-hmm. wasn't. He was polite, very kind, took pictures with him. Being all friendly. There's one picture of a guy holding his kid, and he's like, like being all friendly with the kid. You're like, and then five minutes later from that picture, he walked onto a bus and punched a lady. <laughs> she wouldn't let him on the private bus. I think the private party bus. But it's, but you know, now here here's my question. Mm-hmm. Did he want to get on the bus so he could just tell people that it was time for them to go back? Maybe no. Bad loss joke. Uh. We have to go back. We gotta go back, Kate. We gotta go back. <laughs> Nathan has no idea what we're talking about, do you? Poor Nate. I Poor do. Nate. They left the island and they came back. There you go. That's but yeah, I thought that was like how what level do you have to be where you have to punch a dude? A girl. And it's not a dude, it's a girl. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get a at dude you. Dude girl. It's a dude girl. Dude, 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 that's the other thing, though, too. And she decked him, too. Apparently, she, he got the worst of it, I think, too. This is what TMZ oh, she was hit saying. Him back? Yeah, she <laughs> hit him, and like he, he was bleeding really badly from the jaw, and she just got a few bruises. Mm. And that, he punched her chest. He was polite. Did she punch him first? Well, now, see, that's what I think Maybe really she happened. instigated it. Yeah, that's what I and think. Self-defense, punch her in the boob. Maybe she was like... Boob punch! <laughs> maybe she was like, hearken up, motherfucker. And he just didn't hearken, so maybe. she punched him. Maybe. That, that might be, because, you know, 
when you don't listen or hearken to someone when they speak to you, it can be very vexing. It, it can. It's a. It's very vexing. It can make you quite ired. That's true, and it will make you want to have squatulate. Off the premises. Now, see, folks, for those paying attention, you, we have no need to do DJ words or DJ meets words and fun facts. I think my leg is stuck in this position. I'm very sad for you. I'm sad for myself. <laughs> I got stinky feet. Shut the. F- Nathan, why don't you talk to us about your day? Because apparently you are just I'm so. A great day. I'm just really tired, and I'm taking. A, I'm just tired, and I had to drive up here, and I'm tired. Really? Because I, I I thought you it's had. No one's fault. I thought you had anger. I did, but there's no reason to have it. Oh god damn it, Nate! What? <laughs> I had to smell that stupid ass freshener. Here, no, spray the axe. That works better. Oh, and this is working. Okay. But yeah, so Nathan gets here. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm so tired. And he kicks off his feet. My feet smell like shit. And I, because I haven't bathed them in two days. And then boom. I bathe every day now. I took a dump and then stuck my feet in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. You you were trying trying to. Smeared turds in between my toes. We were trying to test out your microphone with your headphones. And so you were over there by the headphone board. Yeah. And and I was over there. and, And you were like. Hey. They it smelled so bad I thought I was gonna barf. It's it's turdin' off. What? It's just smeared off, it's turdin' off. Well, Jesus, apparently, because no. for it got so bad we had to spray axe on his feet mm-hmm. and then we put an air freshener. What what is it what is it, John? It is a renews it adjustable air freshener. And what type it is? Green. The flavor is after the rain. Ooh. It doesn't smell like after the rain. It smells like after butt sex because it's awful. Um, if that's what butt sex is, smells like, yeah, then that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like, sign me up. It smells delicious. Cow- <laughs> Cowboy butt sex. <laughs> because we're having butt sex. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I've never smelled butt sex. Cowboy butt sex. Cowboy butt sex. Oh, have you seen that movie? Cowboy. No. Oh god, that that's is actually so, a Family Guy. That's a Family Guy. Movie? He like made up uh they're having butt sex. <laughs> Cowboy butt <laughs> sex. Oh. Have it on here though. I used to. No offense to any listeners who might be men and might be gay, but that they when I saw was it uh Brokeback it's, it Mountain. It's only offensive if they're cowboys. And it's only well cowboys, but it, no, it, it grossed me out when sex. Heath Ledger like put his finger in his mouth and literally like t- was lubing it up, but then he made the <laughs> sound and then you heard another when it went in is when Jake Gyllenhaal's ass, and you're like, oh, it was just not, yeah, it was not my what thing. Talking about Brokeback Mountain, the I two cowboys having cowboy oh, sex. I haven't seen it. You probably don't ever. Reason. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just that that bothered me the whole movie. Like, it never got that sort of that way again. But you're just like, oh my god, please don't. Sh-. I just couldn't get out. I still can't get out of my head. Yeah. Hold on, let me find a better one. That's somebody just, like, recording a TV. We're using YouTube because that's how our technology rolls here at D4K Studios. This should be okay. <sighs> we are experiencing technical difficulties at this time. Oh, wait, wait. There we go. Well, Well done. Well done. 
Well, we'll go ahead and uh, take a break, and then after the break, uh, we have uh, a bit of uh, Jerome Wetzel TV, and then uh, and we'll we'll be back from that. Yay! Manamana. I've not read in a while. What? Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. There's a few new ones I wouldn't mind having either. I'm busy a lot of the time too. Yeah, that's why I listen to audiobooks on my iPod Touch. It uh, helps me stay in touch with the books I want to read and allow me to, you know, fit in between the rest of my responsibilities. That is why for some of you listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. I was able to sign up and get a free copy of one of my favorite books. Catch me if you can. Hey, do they have a Horton Here's a Who? Let me check. Yes, they do. So if you'd like to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. What's that again for the free audiobook? Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky for your free audiobook. Wake up. Go to work. Work. Come home. Eat dinner. Rot your brain out. Go to bed. Lather. Rinse. Repeat. Are you tired of an old humdrum life? Tired of things that just weigh you down and depress you? Wouldn't you rather just focus on things that are awesome? Tune into Nutty Bites. Find out what's awesome. Nutty Bites. Nimlast.org slash blog. Do you like podcasts? Or more importantly, do you like presents? This holiday season, get your presents in the podcast form of GBG Presents, a new podcast series from the makers of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky Podcast. GBG Presents host a variety of shows. Like the new Futurama podcast, the Good News Everyone podcast. 
or the return of my own podcast, The No Name Show. So while the good, the bad, and the geeky is gone during the holidays, enjoy a new GBG Presents episode every week until we return. For more information on the new podcast series, GBG Presents, check out www.gbgpodcast.com and you can get your podcast presents. Word. Mr. Basement, you've got that certain something. Hey, Mr. Basement, you set that music thumping. To you, it's easy when you go one, two, three, ba 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 ba. What you mean, ba 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 ba? Yes, hey, Mr. Basement, you're on old songs with a ba 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 boom boom and a ba 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 boom 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 ba. Hey, Mr. Basement. You're the hidden king of rock and roll. No, no. Well, it don't mean a thing when the leader's singing. And when he goes, I, 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 Yes, the way you sing cars, Mr. Baseman. I wanna be a baseman too. Ba 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 Bring to you Jerome Wetzel TV. Three, two, <laughs> three, two. Shut up! Be professional, damn it. Three, two, one. Welcome back, folks. I bring you Jerome Wetzel TV with your host Jimmy and Nick Nitro. Welcome regular segment of Jerome Wetzel TV. I'm your host, Jerome Wetzel, uh, TV reviewer for examiner.com, blogcritics.org, thetvking.com, as well as my own blog. And I'm joined by your regular host, Nick Nitro. There's so much stuff that you write for. I'm so glad you handled that because last time we did that, it was, it was, a, it was a massacre. Uh, you forgot this you know, one. But- 
Yeah. But it does it does sound a little better when someone else does it because then I'm not sounding like oh yeah look I'm bragging about all the stuff I write for whereas it's you know it's the humble the humble thing but you know it works whatever as yeah. long as it all gets in there because those websites if I leave one of them out I'm sure they'd be offended. That's right. Somebody they, would. Well, <laughs> and I would under I mean and I would understand that as well. I mean because you don't no one ever wants to be left out. No one ever wants to be left behind. Whether it be the right. examiners so if I or the say, TV like, kings, I'm or... an examiner reviewer. Then the blog critics people might be sad that I didn't mention them. So I have to t- shout out to everybody. Right, right. But see, that's what happens when you're when you're a beast and you write for everybody that you, you know, you do that. That I that I have a really long intro. Yeah. You can also follow me on Twitter at JeromeWentzelTV, which is uh, just a plug for myself because nobody else cares about my Twitter account except for me. That's not true, Jimmy. I plug your Twitter <laughs> account. I, I know you it. do, and I appreciate that. Okay, so Jimmy, on your first regular segment, what do you, my friend, want to talk about? Well, I guess we should hit summer TV like in general because... We did like that little test segment thing at the beginning of the summer, but you right. know, nothing's really premiered yet for the fall. So favorite show of the summer, uh, as I sit here and unwrap my new DVDs. Um, <laughs> Wait, <you're laughs> sorry, screeners? I just got home, but I'm checking my mail, and I got some Terminator Blu-ray stuff, so I nice. paid for this stuff. This isn't free oh. copies, but uh, got to love the Terminator. Oh, yeah, and is it the Sarah Connor Chronicles, or is it the actual Terminator? Oh, I had it's everything. It's all four films and both seasons of the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Everything in Blu-ray. Jeez, you're you. I know. I was treating myself a little bit. Now, before you saw but... Sarah Connor Chronicles, how how much of Terminator did you actually see? Just to throw that out there. None. Okay, I just wanted to. So, have you still seen Terminator, Terminator Two, or Terminator Salvation, or Terminator Three? Yeah, well, I was going to see Terminator Salvation in theaters. And so I saw the first three films, even though I'd already seen the TV show. I think that's how I did it. I think that's the order I watched them in. Um, and I loved the TV show. Sarah Connor, that was such an awesome series. It was a very slow burn, which is not really what you expect from Terminator. And there was a lot of allegorical stuff, like a lot of Wizard of Oz illusions and things like that. Oh, wow. But you just, I mean, it wasn't just action shoot-up machine show. It was really intelligent writing. And for those who remember it as the show that the girl from Firefly was on, it just wasn't looking at her the entire time either. It was other stuff. Not too. at all. Not at all. You know, I like her, and I won't say she's unattractive, but she's not like somebody that I'm all obsessed with in that manner. I, which, which, well, I, I don't think she has, you know, you know, she's well endowed either, which that surprises me, because I would figure you'd be all over that. Yeah, I mean, she's a great actress. I, I love and enjoy watching her, but, you know, and the more I see her in, the more I respect her. She just did a guest turn on, what was she on? I would say, oh, Alphas. Alphas, the oh, yeah. summer series on sci how, how was that? Because and I gave up on that show. Every time I see her do another side of herself, you know, it gives me more respect for her talents. But, you know, she wasn't my favorite character in Firefly. Yeah, well, she didn't really become good until Serenity, and at that point, well, it's over. <laughs> Sort of. Well, if you yeah. And the comics. If you had a favorite character in Serenity other than Captain Reynolds, you're kind of silly. No, wait, come on. The Wash. Uh, who was Walsh? better than Captain Reynolds in that film? Uh, Captain uh, the, the Wash. Come on. Wash was fantastic. Except uh, for the fact where he fantastic. died. But Spoiler. I'm saying Captain Reynolds had had the best 
stuff to do. In well, the he's the captain. Of course he does. You know, Chewbacca didn't have the best stuff to do. Or, you know, well, okay, Bones doesn't Chewbacca's count. Chewbacca's not my favorite character either. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like, like you know, Lahura didn't have Ahura, whatever, how you pronounce her name. She never had the best stuff to do either. You know, it was always, you know, Captain and his, and his, and his chums, you know, Bones and, and Spock. I almost called him Picard. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? That's horrible. That's, that's I, I feel I feel very bad. But, but yeah, I'm sorry. I got you deviated from what you from from summer shows. Summer shows. Okay, this is gonna. You're probably not gonna believe this. You're probably gonna uh, say mean things about me. But my favorite new show this summer, Awkward on MTV. I uh, you know, I awkward with a period at the end. It's not just the word awkward. It's a w k w a r d period. Because that would be awkward to have a period in a title, right? Well, I, I guess so. I, I never really considered why there's the period there. Uh, well, see, I, guess, I think that's the joke. It, it's like awkward, period, because who does that? Ah, you know, you may very well be right. I'll have to email the Lauren Ingraham or whatever the the creator's name is and ask her about that. Well, I, I have a weird thing about, and I, I think I, I, you know I have this, but I have this weird stigma where... If it's not on the big networks or USA or HBO, I won't watch it. Or it's really hard for me to, to watch it. And uh-huh. Awkward is one of those shows. Like, the only way I watched the, the, the fact... Well, I did watch Teen Wolf, and I hated that. But uh, yeah, I only watched a couple episodes of that, and I was done. Right. I didn't... I didn't and Teen Wolf got a second season, but I, I just know, couldn't right? stick it out. And our Hard Times of R.J. Berger, which is on Netflix, love that show now. And they canceled. Really, I didn't care for it. Well, I only watched the first episode. I might not even watch the whole first episode. I, I got it. Well, I have you know issues from that time in my life, so I'll watch and I'll give anything like more than a than a shot. So, mm-hmm. and I I greatly enjoyed that show, and then I and I was sad to hear that it got canceled for for season three, even though it was like very highly rated. So, well, that's what TV by the numbers was saying. They're like, we don't really get this, but whatevs uh, people just weren't watching but you know, i mean i'll be the first to say that mtv for the most part has terrible television i mean i i tolerated most of skins that first run which got canceled um you know but i was still not really sold on it and right now i can't think of anything on mtv i really like i mean i loved greg the bunny uh, as i'm sure you know mm-hmm. and they did like a spinoff on mtv last year called war in the ape and i thought that was kind of dumb so you know it, it takes a lot for me to say i like something on mtv and awkward just blew my socks off like the characters are so realistic so well written even the characters at first i thought were just ridiculous stereotypes as the series went on have gotten development and you realize why they act the way they do, and it takes away the the surface image that you first saw. I mean, they still do act like idiots sometimes, but there's a reason for it. It's not just because it's poorly written or poorly acted. There, no, I mean, the writing's top-notch, the acting's top-notch. Really shocked me that MTV would put such an awesome show on the air. So I feel a little sacrilegious calling it my favorite new show of the summer, but it really is. Okay, it's well, let, really, really for good. those who are like me who don't know anything about the show, uh-huh. what is it about? Well, the premise is there's a girl, the main character, named Jenna, and she's awkward around everybody, and no one really notices her. And she gets this letter that's anonymous. Nobody, they still haven't revealed who wrote it, although the creator 
says they will reveal soon enough, um, saying, giving her tips on how she should better live her life, like, you know, to be, uh, not care what people think and all that kind of thing. So Jenna, anyway, she keeps a blog, and that's like her way of spouting off her stuff, and she writes this really depressing blog entry after a really bad day, slips in the bathroom, knocks over some pills, knocks electronic something in the bathtub, and all of a sudden it looks like she tried to kill herself. Well, she didn't. She's not suicidal at all. But everybody, even her parents, thinks she tried to kill herself. So all of a sudden she starts to get noticed. And so this is kind of about how she copes with being noticed and how she wants to be noticed, but she wants to be noticed for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. And it's also about finding herself and taking some chances and being brave instead of just hanging out in the shadows as a wallflower. Okay. All right. Wow. I Okay, that sounds like it would be my type of show. God darn it. And there's uh, two guys that want her attention. There's the football player, the popular guy, who she's actually had sex with, but he doesn't want a public relationship with her. And then there's, like, his buddy, who's also, like, a popular guy, who's, like, the nice guy, but he's got a girlfriend who's a real idiot. And she, but he he uh, now kissed the main girl and wants to leave his girlfriend for her. So now she's got these two guys after her. One who seems nice, but is trying to lock her up before breaking up with his girlfriend. And one who seems kind of like a creep, but on the same time, at least he's honest about what he wants out of her. And why, that he feels bad that he won't allow his image to be tarnished. Plus, of course, there's the mean girl cheerleader who's overweight, which is really odd for that type of series that the mean girl cheerleader would be a larger girl and the only one who even has any sympathy for her is the main character who gets picked on by her constantly but through her eyes you start to feel sympathy for her. wow that is weird yeah i it's really it's really way cooler than you'd expect well who's writing the show or doing the show the creator it's lauren and oh man i'm i'm really bad because i don't want to script her name it's ingraham or ingram or something like that i'd have to get on my email and check it when I first wrote my first review about Awkward, I had raised a couple criticisms about some of the characters I didn't quite click with in the first episode. And the creator of the show emails me this big, long, like, big, long email addressing my concerns and telling me, like, where the direction the show's going and stuff. And I've reached out to her a couple other times since then. And she's super friendly and nice and more than willing to talk to anybody and just couldn't wow. be more humble and modest, too. Well, I'll be damned. See, that's, so, that's and nice when you have She actually created a like web that. series called My Two Fans a few years ago that I watched, and I was like, that's so cool. But MTV's so pleased they've already asked for a second series from her. Well, that's good. Wait a minute, a second series or a second season? Both. Oh, nice. Because I was say, I thought you said they got picked up, but when you said series, I wasn't they sure. They did, but they also asked, I saw in something I was reading, I swear, today or yesterday, that MTV had asked her for another series. Gotcha. Okay. When, when, when does that but air Yeah, watch MTV? Awkward. If you're not watching Awkward, watch Awkward. And when does that air on MTV? I don't... I ain't got a TiVo. I don't know when anything airs. It's Monday or Tuesday. I think what Monday. What good are you, you Maybe silly 10 or man. 10.30. I don't know. Check your listings. They rerun it 80 times a week. It's MTV. Yeah. Okay, Jimmy, explain your process for TiVoing anything in the world. Or if um, you still... Okay, at least when I lived with you, that's what... That's what it was. You was a process every day. You you would do, it's like it was like clockwork. It's like every Sunday morning you check your paper 
you you pull out you pull out the TV guide or the the TV section and you you send it up and if you had a pipe you'd probably fucking smoke that shit too and you look there and you pull up your TiVo and you go eh, new episode of a TV show huh? <laughs> well I don't want to accidentally miss one of my favorite shows because of a recording conflict <laughs> so yeah I don't use the newspaper anymore I now get a zap to it dot com and I have all my like I, I, I pick just the channels I want the listings for and I print out a sheet for every day of the week and yeah I, every sunday i go through that and make sure everything i want to to be recording is recording see so this is why anything. he never misses anything and then see unlike me who like last night i wanted to tape the the okay go on the, well the only reason why i'd ever tape the jay leno show because the muppets were going to be on with okay go and oh, cool. yeah and because they're the reason that make that song, the, the their version of the Muppet Show theme work is when the Muppets do it with them. Because I don't like the track by itself for some reason. I, mm-hmm. It just doesn't lack the... Anyway, I, I because I didn't, you know, do it right away when I first heard about it, I completely forgot about it. So now I'll be watching it on YouTube or whenever Hulu or whenever posts it, which... Now, see, you mentioned Jay Leno. That's something I would... I mean, I hate Jay Leno. Oh, I do, too. something I would really like, in addition to my TV listings that I currently go through and do all my highlighting and stuff, is I wish that some publication every weekend put out a list of all the guests on all those late-night talk shows because I don't have the patience to look up Letterman and Leno and Ferguson and Kimmel and and Fallon and everybody every week and check all their guests that way. But if there was a master list I could just print out, if anybody knows... If there is a master list somewhere, let me know at Twitter, Jerome Muscle TV, because I'd really like to be able to check who's on the shows and record that, because otherwise it's just by chance if I catch, you know, or I have some wish list set on my TiVo to, like, tell me if a certain actor is going to be on something, but it would be nice to have a complete list. Right, and I will say, because I watch Ferguson all the time, there is no there is no way that could possibly happen, because he might have a guest on to record a show, but they might not appear for another two weeks on the actual show when it goes to broadcast because he might because right. Craig has no script or whatever he so like if he likes talking to like George Clooney and wants to keep talking to him he's going to bump like you know God this is I this is a rate he would never be on the show probably but Cameron Crow you know kind of thing and then Cameron Crow would, would tape his appearance that day but then it would appear like two weeks later and all kinds of weird stuff so I but I I know I know for a fact none of the other talk shows do that but. But I'm sure they have their own weird thing. But yes, email Jerome Wetzel TV. Is it gmail.com? No? I, no, that's a just a Twitter account. I don't have it. Or I mean, Twitter, if you want to email, you can email Jerome Wetzel TV at actorsnightmare.com. There that we go. Work. Which, yeah, you, did, you, did you even mention your own normal blog? JeromeWetzelTV.blogspot.com. There you go. Well, yeah, because I heard everything. I realized I heard everything else but that one, I thought. So I was like... I said I had a blog. I didn't give a web address for oh. it. I mean, it's, everything's, on, I, everything's on Examiner. Every single article I write's on Examiner, and every single article I write's on my blog. Examiner, I tend to make more money than my blog, so if you only check one of my sites, I encourage you to do it Examiner. However, Examiner only does, like, one picture per page or whatever, whereas on my blog, you're going to see all the pictures... TV King, I give six articles a week to, and sometimes some special stuff. Blog Critics, I try to get a lot of my stuff there first, but not everything gets there. So, you know, the different sites carry different things. But if you stick with Examiner, you stick with my blog, or follow me on Twitter, and you'll get everything. You'll never miss an article by me, because I always post links on Twitter after I post articles. Yeah, and if you don't want to miss anything, well, no matter what site you go to, he has an RSS feed on almost every single one. Click on the RSS feed, subscribe. 
and you'll get it right there in your email address saying, hey, you got a new subscription from Jerome Wetzel TV, from whatever website it might be at. Now, that's true. Now, what about shows that's already been airing in the summer? Have you enjoyed? Well, my biggest disappointment this summer. Yeah. And I feel it needs to be addressed: the cancellation of Men of a Certain Age. Yeah, dude, that was depressing, and uh, that it's was. It's a wonderful show, and doesn't didn't season two seem even better than season one, and left you wanting more? Now, see, I I, I thought so. Yeah, um, John. John's dad watched the show, and he thought the second his dad thought the second season was really disappointing, and I, and of course, really? I, yeah, and I don't know what his reasonings for that were, and but I, I of course disagreed with that because I thought it was it felt like it had more of a weird for, goal of what it was trying to do more, like you know the first season, it was first season was still very good, but like it's now they knew of hundred percent what they were how to do it, what they needed to do, you know. The they, characters were solidified. Yeah, they were solidified. So they could they could do what they really wanted to do. And well, in the first season, they aired a bunch of episodes out of order, and it didn't matter because everything was so standalone. Whereas the second season had overarching plots that really through lines through each episode connecting them. Exactly. Yeah, and you you so, in the yeah. first one couldn't do that, but I. I don't know. Yeah, it was really... Did you see the email? Well, it's not an email. Well, I guess it was an email, but it's a letter that he sent out. Nick, he sent Nikki Fink, or he, they posted on their Facebook page. About, uh, thanks, we've pretty much given up trying to find a new network for it. Yeah, that but was... thanks for all your support. That was Yeah, depressing. that was really... That just came out recently, and that was really depressing. I know, because I was um, hopeful that maybe, like, Netflix or, you know, HBO, whoever, whoever, I think it was HBO who initially... Whereas pitching the show would pick it up for at least one more season or something, but yeah, just, absolutely. I uh, mean, at at a certain age, it, it was just a really, really good series. I'm disappointed that's gone. Um, other good shows this summer: Falling Skies. I ended up finding pretty good. I, I enjoyed the ending. Did uh, you enjoy? I the ending? definitely consider that more of a summer show. I don't think it would have been good enough to air during mm-hmm. a network season. I would agree and with make that. It I would agree. But it 100%. was good. And White Collar was like, I mean, not that the show is even that old, that it needs a reboot, but it felt completely fresh and exciting this summer. Okay. Because I, because I, I don't follow White Collar because I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, I couldn't either. I actually picked it up in the second half of season one again after somebody told me that it had gotten better. Right. And I still, there's still some early season one episodes I haven't seen, which. You know, is like that would usually bother against you. everything I believe in. Well, but, uh, no, it, it, they ended last season with Neil, uh, the Nazi treasure was stolen, and Mozzie, his best friend, stole it. And so this season, there's that whole threat that Peter's going to catch him, and there's a different dynamic, because now Neil's actually hiding stuff from Peter, just when they've, like, solidified their friendship. So it was there was another layer to it this season that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I, I heard that it was getting pretty pretty antsy in the in the in the finale, um, where like they were having starting to do even more secret meetings. The 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 bald guy yeah. and, and what's his name, Balmer, and yeah, and yeah. they brought in Jeff Bridges, uh, I think, or no, yeah, no, Lloyd Bridges, Bo Bridges, Bo Bridges. Well, they're all Bridges somewhere. One of them, you know, one the, of those Bridges boys. The current TV monarch of the Bridge family is Bo Bridges. He does all the hit TV. Jeff handles the movies. So right, one and of those fabulous Bridges. What's that? Is Lloyd Bridges even no, still alive? No, Lloyd's not alive. Lloyd's not okay. alive. So pretty just much, checking. I can just say one of those fabulous Baker boys, and someone go, "Oh, it's either you know, it's either Bo or or Jeff." Yeah, the no, guy Jeff who does King TV. Of movies. 
Yeah, TV. He has his country music now too, man, because of uh, that. That I saw him on Colbert. He said there's some country, but there's a lot of other stuff on it too that he didn't want to pigeonhole himself in. After Crazy Heart, which Crazy Heart was a fantastic movie. It was a fantastic so. movie. I saw that on HBO the other day. It was uh, it was really good. And well, they I think it was a free single. I think last week on iTunes, one of the songs. And now, to me, it oh, has a definitely blues country vibe to it. So, but I again, I yeah. didn't hear that. I didn't sample the rest of the album. I was like, this is actually not bad. I, I enough, I'll download it because usually iTunes, yeah, they suck sometimes. Because yeah. it used to be they used to have a good single every week, and then it was like once a month, and then it's like, eh, it's more missed than it is hit. But I thought it was hit enough to download. But um, no, yeah. Cool. So Bo Bridges showed up, and then uh, Lord, what else? What, what do you think about Necessary Roughness? I made it through the first episode, started the second <laughs> one, and said, this is a terrible, terrible show. I'm not going to sit through this. Now, what about Suits? And the sports stuff, of course, was a big turnoff, but just it just didn't, I didn't like the main character. I, nothing in it did it for me. Well, now, what about sports, though? You watch Friday Night Lights, and that has a lot of sports I stuff I love in Friday it. Night Lights, but Friday Night Lights isn't about sports. And when they get around to actually showing the sports, by the time they do, they made you care so much about the characters that you're actually into the sport stuff in the show. And they did a fantastic series finale this spring. Well, if you had DirecTV, you got to watch it in the winter. But now that everybody's got to see the finale, I mean, that is one of the greatest shows of all time. And I know they're trying to do a screenplay to do a feature film out of it, and I would love it. I mean, that series is so top-notch. It is. Head and shoulders above almost anything else. And I think they finally added it to Netflix, didn't they? Uh, yeah, my sister watched it all on Netflix this winter, except the final season because it wasn't on there. I don't know if the final season's been added now or not, but I know they had had the first four seasons on there for quite some time. Because there are some shows I'm slowly catching up on, and I, did, I, I, I thought I added that to my queue, or I at least saw it, and I was like, well, I might add that to my queue because I... I added Mad Men because I'm. I still don't like. I think the first season is. I still don't get what the big hubbub's about. I watched the entire first season and I still don't get it. Um, okay, it was late in the first season before it really caught me. But by season three, I was completely hooked. Couldn't wait for another episode. Okay, because I, I, I bought into the hype after a while. It got a lot better for me. I felt as it went on. Okay, because yeah, I, I remember. Well, on Netflix they had Mad Men, and then I was in—I was really into Doctor Who, and then I was like, you know, I—I'm so bored with freaking Mad Men. I—I I can't do this. I gotta focus on something. I, I want to watch more, so I watched Doctor Who, which I still am only on season two of Doctor Who. I need to keep get going faster on that again. Yeah, man, because you—and you—you will cry when you get to the end of Tenet, man. When you get to the end of Tenet, it is—it's heart wrenching. It's, Besides all my summer stuff, I've been trying to watch. I know and you're I'm trying, trying to, to watch these season one reviews. Yeah, I've been trying to hit Doctor Who. I've been plowed my way through Castle. I've been trying to do Royal Pains. I'm into season two of that. So I've you know been trying to spread myself kind wait, of thin. Wait, you're behind I'm, on Royal Pains? There. I thought you what? watched Royal Pains like consistently. No, I never. I watched the first like two episodes of it and then never watched it again. And it wasn't that it was bad. I just had more, better things to watch. Huh. But uh, my old roommate Amanda says that it's awesome. So now I've been watching it, and I've been liking it quite a bit. Yeah, that's actually one of my my. It's actually my. It's still my favorite show of the summer. Um, I like and, suits. That and I love suits. Be, okay, 
I, okay, here's my thing. I don't like a show because it makes me think you're a hipster show. Because I don't like hipsters or hippies, which is, and I guess I'm a hipster in a way, which is, aka for those who don't know what a hipster is, let us simplify it for you, which is, they think it's cool before it's cool, or they give off the impression that they're cool when they're really not. And yeah. for me, when I went white collar, like, it, again, the advertising campaign, so when I saw the pilot, I was like, I'm not, like, this show is trying way too hard to be cool. Now, again... I've not tried, honestly, watching it beyond the second episode, and I've watched it occasionally, and it's okay, but it's one of those ones where I need to go back and just try watching it all over again. Suits was they yeah, were doing the same thing. Yeah, you can skip most of the first season, but then, yeah, then watch it regularly from then on. But Suits, to me, I thought they were doing the same thing, and the difference was when I watched Suits, I actually enjoyed Suits. And I was like, this advertising campaign almost made me not want to watch the show. Because <laughs> necessary. Yeah, I... And Necessary Reference was the exact opposite because I hate that show because it so, has so many good – as someone who's in therapy, I can tell you that there, there is no magical fucking cure. It's not like Royal Pains where they can sit there and go, okay, it's a medical symptom. Your symptoms are cleared and you walk and walk and walk and then it's a new case next episode. I, I'm sorry. That just really pisses me off. Oh, my God. Like I was like, oh, let me guess. It's a new guy. Oh, and you know what? It's another sports guy. He works for fucking NASCAR. No, fucking NASCAR. Work with the team. And now they're doing more stuff with the football team, but it's just like, I, 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 fuck that show. I'm sorry. That pisses me off. It, no. See, I, I, mm. I agree with you completely, and I felt the same way about Fairly Legal when it premiered. Oh, my Frank. God. Fairly Legal. Like, I like everyone in that cast. Even the one guy, like, the, the ex-boyfriend, I was like, he has no purpose on this show, and I feel bad because I like, I think he's an okay actor. But and I uh-huh. like what's her name from life, but Jesus, this show is so fucking badly written. I I just, oh my god, like, like, oh, I, 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 you can't see me, Jimmy. My hands are convulsing in anger. <laughs> I'm just trying. But if you look at Monk and Psych and Vernon's and White Collar, USA kind of got itself into. They were making the same show over and over again. Oh, I know. I mean, I feel like all those series have henceforth branched out and done their own thing, but they had a formula, and all of their shows fit that formula. And I at least give them credit, even if I don't like Fairly Legal and Necessary Roughness, that those two, along with Suits and Covert Affairs, none of those four shows, the last four they put out, fit in that mold. Like, they're a risk. They're something different. There is, I, I do like Covert Affairs a great deal. I do, too. Did so you like the they, finale, I, I feel like they got a 50% batting average right now, or batting 500 for the last four series they put out. Wow, so. Jimmy threw out a sports reference, everybody. Let's make note of that. No, make note of the fact that I screwed it up the first time and then had to correct myself to make it work. It's okay. You know, we, you know the fact that you even did it, you know, we, 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 we forgive any, anything else on that regard. Because you're, I did it you're just up for Nathan. Me. There you go. See, and Nathan, Nathan would appreciate that. But, okay. If so, he was here. You know, this is true. Um, Okay, let me ask you, what was I going to ask you about? It was something about a USA show. Um, uh Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, what did you think about the finale of Covert Affairs, by the way? Or the summer finale of Covert Affairs? A lot of people, or reviewers, didn't seem to like it, and I thought it was actually... Well, I thought it was the ending was a little forced with between her and her sister, but I'm talking about everything else. The case and whatever was actually uh-huh. really good, I thought. I mean... Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I really want them... I was all for her sister finding everything out. I feel like that was a necessary step. I still feel like Covert Affairs wants to be alias and isn't as good 
but it's got its own flavor that makes it good enough to keep watching. So anything they do to do big shakeups, I mean, Alias never shied away from changing all the rules, even in the middle of the season, might have waiting until season finale. And I feel like Covert Affairs, if they just embraced that aspect a little more, the show would be better than it is. Right, like uh, one point I thought they were going to do that when they had uh, Augie be promoted up, and then they uh-huh. and then they they took and it then back. backed away from it. Yeah. Now, do you like Augie and her together? Because I, they, their chemistry is so damn good that I I don't want her to get with the doc, doctor guy or whoever else. Or, or I know what's up with the show refusing to even try her and Augie. They're awesome. Well, I, I think it might be one of those ones where if they feel like a few more seasons, like which again USA a, a year and a half, a year and a half almost is a full season for for one of their shows because they split it up into a you know every six months. Yeah, they, show. they split them up quite a bit. So it might right. be another two more seasons. I think they're trying to play the long game because it is so. Well, popular. I really think that they never intended to put Annie with Augie, and they were surprised by how good the chemistry was, and then they have never really decided if they should go for it or not because I don't think it was ever part of their plan to do it. Well, a lot of people, a lot of I know a lot of showrunners, um, writing-wise, they don't feel they're, they're afraid, but they because they do care about what fans think. They don't, no one oh, yeah. wants a moonlighting scenario, which is... Oh, God, why is everybody afraid of the curse of moonlighting? There's a half a dozen examples you could go ahead and toss out right now that disprove it. So why are we still scared of it? Well, I don't know because... Okay, I remember when it happened. Now, again, I don't care for Friends as much now as I did when I was younger. I know you love that show. But I remember when it came out, everybody who watched the show, at least in school, people my age, were like, Ross and Rachel being together, like, we're happy, but it's not as good anymore. So then, like, at the end of the season, they broke them up. And then they played the long mm-hmm. game, which is on again, off again. Oh, it was a break, and da-da-da-da. And, and the show became, well, t- to everybody else, really good again. So, well, it was okay that they did that because they had Monica and Chandler. I well, yeah, I agree instead, with that. Who got together and stayed together? So it was. It didn't bother me the Ross Rachel thing, and the Rachel dating Joey thing at the end kind of bothered me. But for the most part, I was okay with the long game because they weren't doing it with everybody. Right, but and there were other characters that were developed. Some people say that about Big Bang Theory too, with Penny and Penny. Oh, and see, I think Big Bang Theory handled it perfectly. I, I love. Oh, I did too. the whole Penny sleeping with Raj thing at the end of the season. Yeah, that made me a little mad. That. that was a little. That was a little bad form. That felt stuntish. That felt like it was unnecessary, but they wanted a a stunt to end the season on. Yeah, but I I don't. But I've heard some good things though about how that whole scenario ties into his crush on Bernadette, and it like it crazy. It messes. All, it fucks a lot of things up for Raj. So, and considering well, his character hasn't thing, done a lot, as much as I disliked it. That show has been so brilliant, so consistently yes, that I'm willing to give the writers the benefit of the doubt and see what they do with it. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I will too because I, Chuck Lorre, I, I'm, I'm fifty fifty on in terms of. I mean, he, nine times out of ten, his shows are always hits. But in terms of shows I watch and you know like a lot, like I like Darman Greg. I sort of liked Roseanne in the beginning, and then yeah, you know, I, I love Big Bang uh, Theory. But love Sybil. Sybil, yes, yeah, Sybil was also good. I. I, I loathe Two and a Half Men. I've tried a number of times, and I'm gonna watch the first episode with Ashton Kutcher just to see the you know what it is. Oh, you mean you're gonna watch the I show that'll be the show. highest rated show ever in the history of the world, as per Ashton I Kutcher? Know. And you know what? Honestly, I'll probably only watch that single episode. 
Well, maybe I, I'll I give it too. to you. Mike and Molly, I was kind of eh on, so I didn't watch it, but I've been watching it this summer after Melissa McCartney got the Emmy nod, which I love Melissa McCartney, so I'm not going to knock her, but I'm still kind of eh on it, but it makes me laugh, so I'm watching Well, the show is funny, but it, it, it never really, to me, it never really figured out like what it really wanted to be. Is it a... Is it a show? Uh, is it a show making fun of fat people but laughing with them, or is it really about the the buddies, and they're dealing with the, with their best friend being in a new relationship? Is it really about the best friend dealing with his mom, who is hilarious, by the way? Uh, oh, the, the grandma. The grandma. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's so many things the show's trying to be. Like, I really can't get a hold of what it's trying to do, and I don't. And then, or or is it about? A woman who's in a new relationship dealing with her crazy fucking nuts family who, like, are stoners. You know, it's trying to be... To be completely fair, it's only had one season. And there are plenty of great shows that it takes a season or two to work out those kinks. I know, but usually, like, a a sitcom like that starts off pretty... I don't know, like, it has a... a Sitcoms are... I don't know, sitcoms always feel to me like they're like that show. You sitcoms to hit it right out of the gate. Well, or they at least have... They start off as one thing, and then in the next season change not like right off the bat where it's still like you know like a multi-camera show like scrubs or whatever that's a little different uh you know but i i don't know like i don't know but yeah yeah, i I love royal pains i thought royal Royal pains still my favorite show burn notice that's another summer show that i enjoy but it's 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 popcorn entertainment you know it definitely is. Yeah, and like one that, moment you get bored yeah, with the I mean, show, they do something new. I have been for a while, but it's held my attention enough to keep watching it. Well, that's one of those things. Like I will give Matt Nix that, which is it. Right when you start to get maybe bored with it, they do something in the show that goes, "Oh, well, that's different," and then you keep watching oh. it, and then you're like, "Well, it wasn't bad TV. It just, you know, it didn't like light my pants on fire, going, oh my god, that was the best show ever.' But like, you know, it, it it's right. not. Yeah, so. I still oh, watch. I agree. Yeah, I watch Burn. Now, I think there's going to be a twist coming up tonight. Well, we record this on Thursday, but tonight, so the time when Burn airs, I think the, F- the FBI girl that, that she's working with, that he's working with, is mm-hmm. Max's wife. I think I've got one episode of the TV I haven't watched yet of that. I'm mostly caught up on everything right now, but well, I think I have one episode of that I haven't I'm, watched. That's not a spoiler or anything. That's just that's something I thought from the very beginning, like, ever since she showed up kind of thing. Uh-huh. That that her and Michael might be I, I don't know like she's actually working with Michael to trap him and see how he works and whatever because mm-hmm. she doesn't think he killed him but maybe she did I don't know I, that or she's one of the bad guys that or Bill I don't and, know. That, Dylan Dylan Baker always plays we'll a bad guy I I will point that out no matter what he's in like if Spider Man Four would have happened with Sam Raimi he would have been the lizard you know he always yeah. plays a creepy guy. And yep. he was the team leader, but now he's mysteriously gone. And no one, I would, you, they have not ever once gone back to that character, which I find to be a little weird in Burn Notice, but whatever. I feel Pl- like Burn Notice introduces good character, good side characters and then only uses them for a couple episodes and then ditches them. And they've been doing that since season one, and that's part of what drives me crazy about the show. I it was like back in season one or so, they brought in Richard Schiff from the West Wing, and then as soon as, you know, he got something figured out, he's gone. And, you know, they of course, them. they did it with yeah. John Mahoney from Frasier, and they did it. Burn Notice has a tendency to do that. Yeah, but characters. if you notice that some of those people, though, the, 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 the really good ones, they don't kill. Like John Mahoney, they didn't kill him, I don't remember. I right, don't think. but now he's just gone. 
And well, that is true. I don't like that. Um, well, and I they do like, that frequently. I mean, yeah, there's a handful do. of reoccurring characters, but most of the good guest stars they bring in are there for a couple episodes, and then they're, you never see them again. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't like that either. I will, I will agree with that. Um, I'm not a big fan of that part. Um, oh, man. We've been talking for almost 40 minutes. Do you have anything you oh, want to... No, no, you're fine. Do you no, have anything I, did, you wanna... I think we did a pretty good job covering the summer TV. I mean, we didn't go to HBR Showtime, but to be fair, they've got good shows, but not... I mean, Weeds is still great and everything, but yeah, there's nothing on HBR Showtime right now that I'm as excited about as some of the other stuff. USA is kind of king of summer. Just, yeah, they, they always are, and... Uh, but so yeah, uh, so Jimmy, thanks very much, and uh, we'll have you on not the next episode because we'll do every other episode with you. We'll have you on episode one fifty two. Okay, well then I'll see you guys then. All right, all right, and that was uh, Jerome Wetzel TV, and uh, so thanks Jimmy for doing episode one fifty. He'll be doing more episodes in the future here. That was a pretty good bit. Thanks, thanks Nate. That's nice. And you did a good job introducing that bit, by the way. I'm very professional. I'm going to enjoy listening to that when I listen to podcasts. <laughs> wow. The podcast? The podcast. Our, what we do together as a team. Nathan, again, enlighten us. How many episodes have you ever listened to? All the way through. <laughs> Out of all 150, plus the 15 from the No Name Show. <gasps> One, if you add up all the times. What, 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 if you, all the times equal 43 minutes. So that would be a zero. That would be a zero. It's really close to one. It's really like 0.75. But you haven't listened to a whole episode by itself. Yeah, and it's not even a I recent listen, episode either. I listened to nine minutes and 17 seconds of our Halloween episode. Yeah, you need to listen. I got distracted. By what? Listen to it in the car. When I did listen to it in the car, and this lovely woman was driving by, and it, one thing just led to another. And you wrecked the car? No, not that day. Oh, okay. I was not listening to the podcast. I was like, we weren't, we weren't doing the podcast that long ago. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Well, I guess that's a good distraction if you had, I guess. But you, know, you should try doing that. I'm just throwing that out there more often. Mm-hmm. I will. All right. Well, if you anything on the show tonight you heard and you want to talk to us about, uh, goodbaggeek at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 614-364-4088. Also, big special heads up and thank you to Linda who won the Off the Map uh, giveaway sweepstakes sponsored by Disney. Um, Next episode, we'll be doing a, 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 a contest for Desperate Housewives. So all you housewives out there that have a desperate story of being a desperate housewife, get it ready. We want to hear it and debate it and discuss it. I'm not coming. <laughs> well, we don't talk about the show, Nathan. They talk about their own sorted lives. So, like, if you're a housewife that you like go out and like cheap sleep with like three other men, I want to hear about it because yeah, I want you to call me. I well, okay, that's great too. Six one four three six four four zero eight eight. And if you leave a voicemail nice enough, we might give you Nathan's number because apparently he wants you to call. And (laughs) (laughs) if you're a cowboy, even better. Yeah. Uh, Cowgirl. Or cowgirl. Cowgirl front sex. (laughs) Front sex. No, you can still have cowgirl's butt sex. It's gotta be gross. It might be gross, but still, it's possible, people. I don't want to 
want my I'm saying it's possible. I don't know how. Two in the pink ones. Or you give her the spocker. The spocker? You mean you mean like that? There's the shocker and then there's the spocker. Now I'm learning stuff. And usually I'm the one like you didn't know what pre cum was, and now and now I'm learning about this. Do you know what a daisy chain is? <laughs> Enlighten us. Enlighten us, Nate. A daisy chain is worse than butts, the cowboy butt sex. A daisy chain is when it could be any amount of guys. It has to be at least two, I'm assuming, but it can be like a 50. And you're ba- they basically are all naked, and basically like one arm goes to the right or one arm goes to the left, depending on what you're doing, and you just jack off the guy beside you. That's all you do. It's just a chain of jacking. What, what was that in uh, Zach and Miri make a porno where he's like, uh, you stand in front of me and then like I jerk your cock off and then you jerk my cock off. And it's, but, we, but, but our other hand j- makes you jock, jack our cock off or something like that. Yeah, because that's when like Jason Mew shows up to him naked. <laughs> Happy 150th episode, everybody. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then and, uh, we'll tweeter, 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 ooh, that tweet thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet sacks, fill them up, make them all pretty. <laughs> tweet sacks. Uh, good bag geeky. John Batine, J O N, not no H. B T B E T T I N, like Betin, but it's Batine. And then Giant Nate, and then uh, our new Twitter, which get ready for it because uh, our new show, I should say, GBG presents. That's that's the name, all one word. And uh, that probably won't start really posting until we get closer to Thanksgiving, Christmas time with mm-hmm. uh, more information. But uh, there you go. And uh, oh, and also special thanks to if we're still syndicated, I hope uh, Internet Talk Superstation dot com, a.k.a. The Cockroach, who plays our episode every other Tuesday night at midnight. So for any new listeners, thank you again. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, anyone else have anything else to say? I don't believe so. All right. Uh, on behalf of Jimmy, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?